Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. Uh, today, we have something very special. We have a couple with us, Brother Julian and Sister Kim Estrada. They've been helping in Sunday school and in bus ministry. Uh, bus ministry more recently, Sunday school for quite a while. Yay. And uh, we just came back from a uh, the Redlands. Re- Super awesome. Yes. Power up for everyone mm. who does Sunday school. Power up is a good term for it because it really is. It's like getting plugged in. And Brother Danny said it really good at our meeting, our Sunday school meeting. He said, we need to have one more than once a year because after a couple months, I don't care how much you don't want it to happen, the energy kind of seeps out over time and you kind of lose the, the juice that you got from the conference. So we are we are planning some other stuff. I uh, agree to keep with that. that and I want, there's a bunch of people I want to add to that list of who we should bring. Yes. You know, yeah. people who weren't at the conference that we should get to our church and talk to us because that would be awesome. Absolutely. But before we go too far, I want to talk about you guys. Um, oh, so no. we've introduced Brother Lee, myself, Delaney. And now we have Kim and Julian. So why don't you guys give us just like a brief, uh, however you want to do it, of how you got involved in Sunday school, how long you've been involved in it, and then we'll go into bus ministry. All right. So uh, just Kim, go first. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll go first. <laughs> he likes uh, to put me on spot like that. <laughs> okay. So um, me and uh, Sister Kim, we started doing Sunday school at the same time uh, about nine years ago it's about nine years ago now yeah yep. uh, we were just newlywed just newlywed uh we, there was a few things we were involved in like choir music like i played the guitar so so wait a second i thought newlyweds like pull away from all the ministries and they have to like do nothing in the we, church for the first year we didn't even get that <laughs> no i was joking that's really cool i wish more newlyweds i was guilty of the same thing i was like oh man i'm can't do anything for god for six months yeah, that's yeah. stupid yeah, no. i love the fact that you guys joined sunday school after you got married that's cool yeah. we, sorry we little side note there well, um, by yeah. Caleb Dillon. Yeah, Caleb Dillon yeah. came up to us and was like, have you guys ever thought about Sunday school? I kind of just looked at him and I was like, not really, you know, but sure. He said, yeah, come with us, join us next Sunday, and uh, tell me what you think. And uh, ever since then, we've been involved in, so I remember my first Sunday school, you guys have already, uh, it was you, uh, um, Brother, Brother Blair. Blair, Brother Caleb, I think that was it, right? At that I time, I believe it was probably. Yeah. And I walked in. It was, and it probably. I think there was like some type of like icebreaker game going on. But then we started a song. They're like, and it was the song "I Got a River of Life Flowing Out of Me." <laughs> okay, and then I didn't know this song. I never heard it before. They were like, "Come up here, brother Julian. He's here with us today." And they're like, "He's gonna do the motions with us." I I was like a deer in the headlights. I was like, "I have no idea," but I'm just following along, and I fell in love with it. I it was kind of awesome. Basically, I learned how to swim by just being thrown into <laughs> thrown, into, the deep thrown end. into it at the deep end. I think yeah, I was, was fortunate on that because I was not thrown directly into it. Probably just out of a courtesy. But um, then we began teaching, and for a while, just our class. Uh, setups. We had the eight to ten year olds for a little bit, just us, and we did games. We had we actually had a ton of help, which is really cool because the help that we had back then. So we were newlyweds, so we had a lot of the youth that helped us, and a lot of them do either bus now or um, they're in some type of ministry, yeah. which is cool because they were kind of just helping with songs or a small lesson, and now they're doing. Speaking you know, of, of coming up through Sunday school, Julian, you were in. Our class, right? Uh, yeah. Bob Lee's class at Bob least? Lee was my Sunday school teacher. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, he taught, when I remember he mentioned in the first podcast, he talked about Power Hour. And I, it was him, 
uh, Brother Jacob Martin, Sister Pierce. Uh, and Sister, actually, Sister Pierce gave me my first Bible, and I still have it. Like, it's still saved. So cool. Yeah, so. Um, and, and the way I got my first Bible, I remember I had to memorize the books of the Bible. So it's like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And I had to quote them all to her perfectly, and then I got my Bible. And it was cool. And in that Bible, we made it just, too easy, apparently. <laughs> now yeah, it's just show up. Show up and get one. Hey, but you know what? I, I really do. I, I kept it. And I'm hoping, you know, like I kept mine, and I know like Brother Marcos and one of, uh, he mentioned he t- kept his. So I'm hoping our kids are really keeping their Bibles or giving them away. Keeping all seven that we've oh, given some of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I was in Power Hour, and I remember I was eight years old when I first started coming. It was me, and they made me sit by Josh Pound. I didn't know who he was, and he didn't know who I was, and it was, it was Sister Pound. Uh, his mom was like, hey, be his friend, <laughs> you know? So uh, we became friends and uh, that's what, why a huge thing of like, you know, it's like no discipleship, taking up, you know, even though we, we were just buddies. And what's funny is uh, this is kind of a squirrel moment, but I had a really bad- We have a lot of squirrel yes. moments in this podcast. <laughs> so I had a really bad speech impediment when I was younger. I couldn't say my R's. And I, I sometimes they still like I'll slip up like oh yeah in the whole world you know <laughs> but no world anyway but he uh, he he told me when we first met he couldn't understand a single word I said he was like I didn't know like what you were saying he goes but we anyway he was friends we're we're still really good friends uh, him and his wife and my wife are friends but anyway yes I grew up in Sunday school as brotherly as my Sunday school teacher in power hour it was crazy i'm not trying to date myself but i remember when you and your family started coming when was that so eight years ago uh, no 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 started attending church for the first time i didn't mean eight years ago i mean you mean 80 years (laughs) i was i was eight years old so i was 22 22 years ago my goodness so 22 years ago uh they they were they were uh new converts you know the kids were raw 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 i'll never forget my introduction to julian seeing and this is a squirrel moment (laughs) on stage they were doing this 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 play about bells and this kid that knows nothing about apostolics, nothing about Pentecost, yeah. he starts doing the moonwalk on the stage. <laughs> and I remember laughing as hard as I've ever laughed yeah. because he actually did it pretty good. <laughs> Not that I have anything to base it off of. But that was my introduction to Julian. And now I get to teach with him. And I get to teach with your teacher, Bob Lee. So yes. Definitely that's cool. not doing the moonwalk anymore. <laughs> no, no, we replaced that. Oh, that's so funny. Yes, I remember that. It was the Jingle Bells. Yeah, I remember. The, the skit. Uh, I remember Sister Davis put that together, and uh, yeah, it was basically, uh, it was a celebratory moment for that bell, and I'm going around dancing saying, look at me ring, and then I started doing the moonwalk. <laughs> Just completely off the yeah. cuff. It was off the cuff. It was not practiced. I didn't do it in either, but I don't think... None of the teachers knew I was going to do that. I don't think you knew I you were going to do it. I just did it. <laughs> it just, you're led by, by a spirit. I don't, know, <laughs> yes. I don't know which one. Yeah. Anyway, that was our squirrel moment. But uh, Sister Kim, you joined uh, uh, Sunday school with your husband. You've been teaching ever since. You guys do an awesome job. But then two years, a yep, year, two years, two years ago? Two years ago, two years yeah. ago now. Two years ago, uh, we, had a, we had a bus contest. Yes. And I remember... Uh, well, we'll go into this because we're actually doing the same bus contest again right now. Yeah. Uh, but the contest was just trying to get in attendance numbers with the idea that you can recruit anybody that you want to help you. 
Well, I knew my summer was about to get really crazy and I knew I wasn't gonna be able to be on the bus as much as I wanted to to keep our route up. So uh, we had just started this Colton route. Yep. Or had we even started it yet? Nope. No. We were just, That's kind of a it, cool it was part as too. we were starting the, it's the contest and the Colton route started at the same time. Okay, so, so I so I went to Julian and I said, "Hey, I need help. Yeah. I need help." And I don't think I even asked you to join bus. I just said, "Help me with this contest." <laughs> yeah, well, I really wasn't trying to be shady either. Like that was just like. <laughs> well, it was a couple months before I've already sparked interest. It was basically. But we hadn't. I didn't know that, did I? Well, did, okay, so maybe what I did. Maybe I did. I don't. You know. You did knew a little bit. So what happened was we went to the Sunday school seminar, the one that just went in Redlands. Yeah, that was and- twenty eight. Or 19? Uh, two years ago, 19. 19, 19 so 2019. Okay. And Brother Chris knew from Baton Rouge was talking. Shout out, Brother Chris. Yeah. yeah. And we were only uh, we were only involved in Sunday school at the time, and he started talking about the tie between bus ministry and Sunday school, and I was and I it really started to like get my interest. And then he starts talking about how many buses they have out there. I'm like, man, that'd be cool if we had 25, 27 buses too. And I started thinking of all these people that could join. And I was like, this person could drive, that person could drive. And then I kind of realized, like, I could drive. I pointed at myself. Then I went up to you after that his lesson. I was like, I'm going to get my license to drive a bus. And then I went up to Pastor. And I was like, Pastor, I'm going to get my license to drive a bus. And then after that Sunday, I joined Delaney for a few weeks. But I started right away on working on my license, getting my medical. I hooked up with a couple of the brothers in the church who helped. So wait a second. You you said you wanted to drive and then you did <laughs> Right. What? Is, yeah. Hey, I'm not blasting anybody, guys. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, I kind of am, but not on purpose. Well, but what I mean is if you want to drive, there's steps that you can very clearly do to get there. Well, And, and then, so you started through the steps. And we talked about in the Redland seminar, you need to have that 30-day, I'm going to start this right now. And I knew, like, yep. I remember there was one night I was laying in bed, and like I was probably like only like a week after, me and Kim were talking, I was like, Kim, I haven't done nothing yet. And blah, like, it was like and really was stressing so me out. so frustrated. He's like, it's been months. I'm like, it hasn't. <laughs> it's been days. Like seven days. Yeah, it wasn't but very he, long. He, I know he told, like, he told you, Phil, up and he told uh pastor booker as well and i think in a service pastor booker also said like julian's gonna get his license yeah, he was so much you know what? pressure that, there's, to make there's a lot it. of truth not just truth but but the, a lot of revelation what you just said you tell somebody your For goal accountability yes and <laughs> and give it tell someone that's going to call you on it well that's exactly why julian started telling he said if i don't it, it's going to slip for me but if i tell them i know that i'm now responsible to hold up to my word that's awesome exactly so this is another rabbit trail because we got to get right back here. But at this last <laughs> seminar, me and Brother James got together after we we're eating dinner, and we have these goals, these things we want to do that we've wanted to do forever, right? These things that just like super important for those Stephen Covey fans, Quadrant Two activities that we knew we just we have to do, right? But we haven't done them. Like this podcast, this is one of them. This is one of the, the things that I've promised myself I was going to do. And so then we set goals. Okay, I'm calling you every month. We already have it set up. Me, him, and Tyler are calling each other every month and saying, did you do what you promised me? That's all. That's mainly the focus of it. And so we just, you know, a lot of these are long-term things, like write curriculum. I want to write cur- curriculum, but I'll never do it if I don't hold myself accountable. So wow. I'm not letting myself down anymore. Brother James said this so eloquently. He said, I'm really good at letting myself down. 
Yeah. He said, but I refuse to let somebody else yeah. down. Yeah. That's so good. if I promise you something, I have to I have to do it or I'm just a dirty dog. So <laughs> that's that's what we're doing. So that that was awesome. Accountability. Cool. You told somebody you want to be a bus driver and you yep. became it. Yep, that's why I did it. And then I remember as I was working on getting my license, you know, doing the medical and all that stuff, I started riding with the green route. So I went with them a few times. And I remember my first Sunday, we uh, we just get on the bus. And it was me and Brother Lee, and I'm like, where's Delaney, where's Justin, uh, all those people that were running the green route. They had a, it was a bobble quiz, oh, they just left for peak or something like that. And so now we're, me and Brother Lee are on our bus, on a bus, with a list of doors to go knock. And Thanks, Delaney. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, 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 she's always there, but it was just that one Sunday, and then we're like, yeah, let's go do it. We were just like, yeah, we got, we knocked every single, there was I probably, think God knows this is how Julian gets motivated just to get I, thrown into these. So it wasn't a coincidence, Delaney, don't let him tell you that. Look at that, yeah. And so, uh, but, yeah, so I rode with them a few Sundays, and then I was just right on the verge of getting like my actual license, I had my permit, and we got the uh, Colton route started, and then I, I so got it. And then this the is actually a really funny thing. So we, I, I, <clears throat> I what, what's the word? I, I got you as a help yes. for the red route, yes. right? Because me and him were going to do this together, and then right. then summer happened, yep. and I am gone. Like at least I was then. I was gone almost every weekend or every other weekend that yeah. summer. Yep. So we and were, I basically got him on the route and then abandoned him like Delaney did. I mean, it was just, I mean, I mean, just hey, kidding, Delaney. You know what? And, and I'm not. And I, there's a pattern here. Caleb Dillon, after he threw me in the Sunday school, he moved on and taught us in different Sunday school classroom. Uh, so I'm noticing I'm getting thrown in, and I, I just learned to swim in the deep end. But you know what? The Colton route it took off. Me and Kim, uh, Kim especially, she had a big burden for Colton, and that route. I mean, it was. I know COVID and everything, numbers are a little different, but we were always over 20, 25. Well, the first Sunday, the first Sunday we ever went out, we picked up 13. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was awesome. We did a big outreach the day before, and that's unheard of. That's crazy. Like, to pick up that many on your first Sunday is weird. Yeah. And, and I, it just, it was just the perfect storm. It was awesome. And all we did on outreach was balloons. Yep. It used to be balloon animals. And, like, come. Nothing nothing strange or out of the, out of the no. norm. But I think it was God's sign that hey, this yeah. is meant to be. So it was it was great, and now the red route's an established route. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. my mind getting onto bus uh, wasn't just exactly like Julian's. So this is for you moms out there because it was definitely a God thing. And uh, I had moms. Why don't you tell everybody how many kids you have and how old they are? So I have three. This kids. This is for all those that um, think they have an excuse not to be on bus. So right. Kurt, I'll, I'll get to that part though, moms, because it it's a pretty big deal. But I currently have a two, four, and six year old. Not currently. I mean, that means we're gonna only have three kids. We're not I'm having any more. <laughs> That's not. done. I'm at current ages. Yeah. <laughs> When they um, started, though. But when <laughs> yes. I started, I had a newborn, a two-year-old, and a four-year-old. And uh, like you said, we had been in Sunday school since we were newlywed. Uh, but for the past, at that time, had been about four years. Um, I had kind of slipped off. And that's just getting used to literally living off of, like, three-hour increments of sleep and adjusting to caring for my wife can relate to that (laughs) definitely yes definitely that would be like you know being wife uh being mom now being you know like keeping the house and my poor husband he was very uh patient with me with the house (laughs) at that time but um I 
did not, I pulled away just so much trying to get myself together. And there were days where even, I mean, uh, Sister Brenda Booker would tell me, you know, encouraging things because I'm, I'm stringing along these three kids. And I, some of you might know already, but Julian's a fireman. And so he's gone the least typically is um, three days at a time. So a lot of the times I have to solo parent for a few days and if a kid is sick or things come up, I'm having to just do it by myself. And so I know mine's a little different, but that really I felt like took a longer time for me to get back into a rhythm of something. And Julian joined bus and I remember it was almost like a light bulb went off, like maybe I can do that. The teaching part in the class, all of my kids were too small to go to the toddler class besides one. And he was the first baby. He was very, very um, attached to the hip. And so me getting up to teach at that time or help gave me a lot of anxiety. And I was like, a kid's gonna scream. What am I gonna do? Like, that's my responsibility, not a babysitter's. And so I just pulled away myself and I would do behind the scenes, help Julian get ready for a lesson or a costume or snacks, whatever that was. But I didn't have like a main responsibility anymore. And so Julian jumped on bus and I remember praying and I was really, really antsy at the time. And I told God, God, I need to get off the sidelines. I don't know how to do it. And I remember praying this and I remember being really frustrated and saying like, like God, you have to do it. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go ride on Sunday. And I believe I rode green bus, I believe once um, before we started red route. And I just told God like, you have to do it. There's, I have no other way to do this. I feel like I'm hurting more spiritually by not being involved now, and it's been enough years, and I don't know how to figure this out, so just, you have to do it. And I remember being extremely just straight with God and telling him, like, I'm jumping on, like, you hold the rest. And so um, the Torados, actually, I have told them this so many times, but at that time, uh, my two toddlers, so Aiden and Aubrey, uh, my four and two-year-old did really well on the bus. My infant did not. It was bumpy. It's loud. There's a lot going on. Sometimes I would try to hold her in a baby carrier, and it was it was really rough. Well, the Torados, um, it was Sabrina Torado and the girls, and they would carry Addison for me as we rode. And she just happened to really take to them. She was really easy for them. And I would tell them, like, you don't understand, like, what I was praying for. And God gave me you for that and for <clears> that awesome. season. And so we were able to jump on. And I remember we were all talking about, you know, what's the new route? What's going to happen? And I grew up in the city of Colton. The city of Colton is this tiny town. It's almost like a country living town in the sense of your football games are your highlight. The high, Everything's based around, you know, the high school and the city. And once you're in Colton, you you know, like, you live and die in Colton. It's just die hard for the city. And so um, when I heard we can go that far based on, you know, where our buses drive and, uh, like, trip distance, um, we had prayed about it and everything, and it, it felt, you, you could feel it. You could feel that that was the direction that God really wanted. And then going back to it being, we brought so many riders at the initial pickup was such a huge deal. And it was just one of those things where you knew that God had worked this back and back and back and back. And I can give testimonies on running into people I went to high school with in those complexes and just things like that of 
you know God's hand has been over that for mm-hmm. way longer than it was even on your mind. Definitely confirmation. It was yeah. yeah it was a God thing for sure. So it was, it was a big, big deal. I'll, I'll never forget when we first were kind of scouting out Colton, trying to figure out the best places to go. I did not know the city at all. Never been there. I mean, I've been there, just passing through. It's just a neighboring city. But as far as where to pick up kids, where they're likely to be, I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Well, me and Logan were driving <laughs> around, and we drove in this apartment complex. The gate was open. I guess someone had just come in or out, so we went in there. Well, what I didn't know is that the gate closed behind me, <laughs> and you're not getting out. Nope. Right. Like, a lot of them have sensors. You pull up, and it opens automatically. Not this one. This one, you have to have a, a key card. Yep. And it's getting dark. And it's it's a little bit sketchy. Yeah. And I kept thinking, oh, God. Oh, God, what's going on? And I had, and all these people are around. They got close and finally this guy's coming. like, you want out, don't you? I'm like, oh, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> wait, let wait, me. Please. Well, he let me out. That was the zoo. That's the yes. apartment complex that we pick up from. That's what yeah, they call it. So I'm not, I am not in any way being no, derogatory. That is their own name the, for the, the apartment. The complex has a, a very well-notorious nickname called the zoo, and it's just, it's a bunch of rowdiness after dark that goes on and everyone kind of knows the the police know it there. we have we have people in the church that that work with the police department and they have told us that that is the worst apartment complex in the entire city and so right. of course that's where we started our best ministry yep. Yep. Uh, and i don't mean Send that me Lord. i don't mean that giggly because that's where we pick up most yep. of our kids yes you know you're you're and faithful kids we have such yes. faithful writers mm-hmm. from that specific complex a lot of kids got the holy ghost out of there moms and dads got the holy ghost yep. aunts got the holy ghost yep uh, Reuben and uh, Gabby still come. They're, yeah. they're a family that uh, Julian and Kim taught Bible studies and won out of there. It's exciting. Yes. Um, so uh, long story short, you guys have been involved in Best Ministry and got more and more faithful with it. Uh, not that you ever were unfaithful, but more and more tied in, like yeah. locked into it. And uh, I'll never forget many years ago, I was praying and I got to be careful how I say this because I don't mean it. I don't mean it in any way negative. But we had a lot of young people on our bus, uh, in our bus ministry, which is great for energy and all that. Yes. They're, they're awesome. But there's a certain a certain age that they reach where they're, now they're having to deal with college. They're having to deal with careers. They're Working. having to deal with relationships. A, yeah. a lot. A lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm not making excuses to no. drop anything, but. We were losing them like flies. Like they, they were awesome bus workers, and then all of a sudden they just disappeared. Yeah. And, and I remember just praying, God, we need some mature couples on these buses. What? I promise. <laughs> and we were a couple. I don't know about the mature part. Well, <laughs> you got half of Well, I was at Baton Rouge, and I was watching these families with kids in car seats strapping them on the buses, and I'm thinking, that's what we need ownership of these buses. <laughs> and I remember that just, and I promise I'm not knocking youth because they're incredible yeah, and we have yeah, lots of them that are not. some of the best bus workers in the world yeah, and, and they're totally just incredible agree. but i remember thinking man I, I want a mix you know we want youth and we want established couples and and we want older people we want everybody but you know how do you reach out <laughs> anyway it's a big commitment yeah well so you guys came my brother and his wife just started yeah. bob lisa is going to start Woo! marco started uh, the Toronto started. Machucas. Uh, Machucas. So we're getting lots of couples, and I'm telling you, it's like God's filling in all yeah. the oh, all the missing it. pieces. The dynamic of the age groups. I think we've seen it also in our like the fellowships we've been yep. having with you know new converts. We'll have them at Brother Phillips house, Brother Bob Lee's house, and I think that was a smaller group of just focusing in on 
why you need different ages and why you need a group yep. or why you need different you know, certain people energy relate levels. Yes, yep. and it's just it's been cool. One thing that I really liked was for our red route, and it just kind of ties into what you said. But I think we were one of the first that consistently brought adults. Yeah. So all of the routes were running smaller kids, and we started consistently bringing these adults. And for us, we didn't really realize, I think you actually brought it up one time in a meeting, and you were saying how, or Brother Philip, and you were saying how uh, we don't really have adults writing, it's all children. And uh, I remember Delaney saying like, Sister Kim, how can I tell an adult how to live their life if I'm so much younger? And yes, we can, we can be used in so many ways, but the dynamic of that is so important to have different ages you know, we have um, one of the rest from Delaney's route, right before COVID, had a Bible study. She slipped away. She came back with one of the elders in the church. Um, I believe she just got the Holy Ghost, she right? Correct? She, she did. just got the She's Holy coming Ghost. very faithful. She now. was looking for that motherly kind of that I couldn't even give her for my age. And we're, I think me and uh, She connected about to the same. Jody Bernard, yeah. which is awesome. Yes. So the age difference between this lady and, and, and Jody is probably. 35 40 years yeah. probably it, it's, just, yeah. it was so but they've connected neat. she gives her bible study she comes to church all the time she got the holy She's ghost happy you could tell she was looking for that like motherly comfort in yep. that like just awesome it was so awesome to see so i that was just a long way of saying that you guys are an answer prayer <laughs> <laughs> and now and now they've taken over the bus ministry completely yeah. because i was stretched so thin between sunday school and bus and I remember talking to my brother, going, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I don't know who, who can who can take it. Anyway, God made it work. We didn't even have to find somebody. It just was handed to I us. Think, it was so and he, cool. he's not giving himself enough credit on that. I think the most beautiful thing you said about that was that you love both Sunday school and bus ministry so much that you knew you needed to lighter, lighten your load for one of them. And then I remember... Well, I do love it. I do love them both, but I was... I wasn't doing either one justice. <laughs> right, and it, it, was, it was just me. It was, I mean, we love it. I love it. I love all of the workers. I love the atmosphere that we pray to have on our buses and have as a team. And You know what blew my mind? Is Sunday morning we had a pre-bus uh, get-together. We do this every, every Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. Uh, at 8.15, we get together, we pray for 15 minutes, and we share some information, and we all go down on the buses and head out. Uh, but I counted how many bus workers were there. Guess how many were there this Sunday morning? I didn't count, but that room was full. There had 42. Yeah. Oh, okay. There were 42 people about to get on our buses. Our buses were full before we picked up anybody, <laughs> which isn't the point, guys. That's not right. what I'm saying. But, but, but we have workers to fill another seven buses. Yes. We already have them. Yes. So now we just got to ask God to bless us with the finances and with the vehicles, and we are going to... Yeah, we, yeah. There's no telling. The sky's Absolutely. the limit. I know. We're that's uh, you know. Do the math real quick. That's six workers per route. I mean, that's that's a lot. That's, a lot. That, that's honestly too many. But I'm not going to yeah. turn people down and yeah. say no. I'm sorry, we don't need your help and, right and now. And a lot of yeah. them are really young and are learning. So I think you know the fact that we have a big yep. group. A lot of them are going to learn and become into great bus workers, great soul mm-hmm. winners, and they'll branch out and run their own route eventually. Bus yeah. ministry is as good. Many times for the bus worker as it is for the riders we pick up. Yeah. Talk about maturity. Yeah. I think that's one thing too that I really loved about like just starting our route and being the captain of that route was I would tell Julian like I want the workers to also feel special. You want them to come and you want them to be comfortable and have fun and not dread like 
uh, I have to get up so early and said, yep. be like, I bet you I can beat you there. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah, so uh, this, is, this has been a really exciting dynamic. Uh, when I first started bus ministry, we had one bus. So you focus on one route, maybe a couple streets, yeah. and you know everybody. You're so involved with it. When you see someone that you invited come to church, it is like uh, there's no way of describing it. If you're listening to this and you've never had that happen, you you just have to. There's have there's to. there's nothing yeah. in the world like it. When you see someone praying that you invited, it changes you. Oh yeah. So, uh, I was so in tune with that. Well, then we added another bus, and now I'm kind of on one, but I'm helping with the other two, the, the other also. And then we had a third bus, then a fourth bus, and then a fifth bus. By this point. I can't run can't. any one yeah. of them. I do have my bus license, but I can't even drive the same route every week. I'm driving whatever doesn't have a driver. Yeah. So I'm just filling in. I don't know the kids anymore. I mean, I know them in the Sunday school side, but as far as at their door, I, I don't do that. Or I do. I, I would do outreach, but it was for a different route every week. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and you lose that that. It's anyway, connection it is it, you. You lose that piece of being one with that street. And anyway, yes. so you guys now have that problem, which is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. <laughs> so uh, now I'm tied into one route. I'm helping yeah. with Sunday school, but I have time for a route. Right. In fact, right. we're going on outreach after school today. Oh, yeah. um, nice. After my kids get out, so we're going to pick them up at three, get them and my nephews and nieces, and we're going to go uh, hit the street. But I now know where every kid's at. Or at least I'm getting to know it. Right, right, right. I also drive that bus. I it, it, it is so much fun. Yeah. Again, I not not the bus was ever not fun when you're running it, but but to be able to connect with a single route again is yep. just ah, oh, it's so much. Yeah, you know, fun. I was like me and Kim with our the red route when we started that. You know, it's like trying to memorize for each and every single room the apartment numbers you know who whose parents are where what they do kind of for, you know getting to get to know them like we have that down like it was like we knew exactly where you know someone be like hey we, we need to go and get so-and-so i'll be like oh right. their apartment d one two three you know whatever it is and i'll top floor to the left yep. yeah. knock three times wait and then knock on the window and that'll get you need him to wake up that kid first because he won't be awake That's go right. and get this one second you know and uh and it's kind of crazy because you mentioned like how we don't you know, anyway, we're, me and Sister Kim are trying to balance two routes. We got the red route, who that we just, we don't, we're not give. we're, we're handing it off to Sister Sabrina. She's doing, she's going to do a great job at Marcos. it. And Brother Marcos. And uh, they're going to do a great job at it. But there's still that, like, we don't, like, there's a heart to it, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't then, tell you, when we let go of green route, it was like our firstborn child <laughs> got ripped out of my arms. Like, no. Yeah. It yeah. was horrible. We, we, it's kind of off. Like, every door go, has a story. Yes. Everyone. Every I know who used to live there. Uh-huh. I know who used to live there. Uh, but now we're starting a route in the city of Muscoy. And also, it's, you know, I don't, I don't it's Muscoy, San Bernardino, because they, they're really bordered cities. But um, there's a family we pick up, but. I mean, we're already starting to make connections. Not all of them have came yet, but we have commitments of like probably five or six additional kids on top of the three that we're picking up consistently. You know, we're just starting a few weeks out, and I know that route is going to grow quick. And, yeah. you know, but so we're going to be needed here, and we're also keeping an eye on Rhett Colton because that's our baby. <clears throat> Got to make sure that one. But, man, it's, it's amazing. It's fun. It's exciting. Um, you know, we always make sure when those kids on the red route or Colton, when they get to uh, this to the church, 
we always we hey we miss you how you doing we're so glad you're here so we, and just just a side note if any of you are starting a route uh, or bus in general and you're going to these neighborhoods and a lot of them are standoffish don't let that discourage you because no. a lot of these people need consistency in their life and the fact that you can either hold your word to you know if you ride i'll give you a dollar or if they see you three Saturdays in a row on outreach, it that makes the biggest impact, yeah. whether they come out and give you a hug or not. Yeah. So don't don't yeah. let that be a discouragement at Put all. Put yourself in their shoes. Someone knocks on your door you don't know. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Exactly. You want my kids? Yeah, it's all right. Get Saturday out of here. Morning. <laughs> yeah. But if I see you three months in a row, I'm like, okay, these people are serious. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Our city is going to grow. Our new route is going to grow fast. I already feel it. I think they all are, which brings us to our contest. So we're really pushing attendance, and this is that first contest. We're just kind of repeating it again. But this is just a a post-COVID fill-up-your-bus contest. Um, Fill up. Fill up your bus. I see what you did there. Uh, But we are... uh, Telling everybody, if they attended already at the start of the contest, that's awesome. Don't stop picking them up, but right. they don't count. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they come <laughs> next week, they still don't count. Right. Uh, what we are counting are new kids. So start at the start of the contest, which was two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Um, from then on, every brand new kid, brand new meaning if they haven't come since start of COVID, um, they count as two points. Or just brand new. <laughs> or brand new, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So if, if they haven't come since COVID or never. Right. Other two points. <laughs> and then every week additional that they continue to come is one point. Yeah. And, I, and I know it's a lot of juggling with math and trying to figure out, hey, did you count right and all that. And the whole point is not to see who wins as much as it is to fill our buses up. Yep. And so uh, uh, it, it's just it's, it's neat to get some, some inter-bus competition yep. in a fun way this is in no way antagonistic like we just have fun with it right. like last sunday morning i don't even know if i told you this i went on red bus i said all right guys i'm watching as soon as our numbers hit yours we're taking your bus yeah, i went to I green i told them the same thing i said your bus is uh, too big for you guys i'm gonna take guys yeah. ours is smaller than both theirs. Right. okay right. so but it would just yeah. lighten their fire pull on their chain yep, yep. <clears throat> tell them your 72 passenger bus is going to be needed by blue because you know we're just gonna fill it all up. And, you know, and it just starts a fire in these kids because like they, the bus workers, you know, like we we haven't done anything for a year as far as running our buses. We did, yeah. we we kept that connection with our kids, which I'm thankful for how hard during COVID our bus and workers worked. They yeah. were very creative. Yeah. Like they, you know, because we were social distance, we they went and played a, a water balloon fight because that's the most social distance you know <laughs> game you could play. But you know, because water washes away water. COVID there you when go. it hits. If it was on the lake. Text on the balloon, it's gone. And, 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 we filled it with alcohol. <laughs> not really. That's a joke. Guys. We did not bleach. Do that. It was bleach <laughs> and sanitizer balloons. <laughs> no, but you know, and they they worked really hard. But now that we're starting this contest again, yep. and there's a, the the incentive is that whoever wins gets some um, uh, holy. Uh, Holy Ghost writer swag. You know, they get the clothes. <laughs> he does not like the word swag. But it I don't hurts know him why. to even say it. I said it. He's but like, can we call it gear? I don't like the word basically swag. Basically, it's a hat with a logo yeah. or, a, or a hoodie or something it's like, like that. It's like if yeah. you get a swag bag yeah. somewhere. Yeah. It's well, amazing stuff. Well, the incentive <laughs> is they get this for free. They don't. Ha- they won't have to pay for it. And then, uh, so the winner of the contest will get that. And then, uh, like our last contest though was a radio. So they got the radio. Uh, don't remind. Us. Me. Yeah, it was a little bit. But you know what? It, it besides you know, whatever, the the route who won it 
eventually we had some problems with the state. <laughs> Red route. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> when we won it, <laughs> uh, there was a problem with the state. We we ended up having to get rid of that but bus. But the bus, they got the radio. <laughs> Left. You know <laughs> we what? We didn't even have the but, bus anymore. So, long, real quick, just to tag on that, DMV quit tagging our buses. They wouldn't send us tags because California. And so we lost that bus the week after we put the sound system in it yeah. to reward him for the contest. And so now we got to think yeah. differently. But you know what? I mean, we still, though, the red route, when we go out, you know, we'll be like, who's the champion red route? We are the red route. You know, like, you know, but anyway, it, it's really cool. But we're, we're doing this contest again. We're and we're it's in but it's an incentive, and people start getting really creative. They're having pizza parties, you know, to get people to come. Mm-hmm. Last Sunday, we gave out, if you ride, again, we're really small, so we could afford this. It was like, if you ride, you get a bag of chips and a $5 bill. <laughs> what? And, uh, yeah. We had three riders. We had three riders. <laughs> that, we, did, we did Krispy Kreme donuts on ours. <laughs> see? But, see and but like, I actually asked them the week before. I said, what do you guys want? Would you rather have money? And they picked donuts. Our riders pick donuts, donuts over that's anything cool. in the world. That's cool, though. And I so if that's, gonna, if that's what's going to bring them, yeah. do it. You know, we are actually, we've got on our Amazon cart right now some <laughs> cool decorations coming for our bus. Woo-hoo, come and on. You know what? Since we're sharing, you know, with like other people across the United States, I'm going to go ahead and say it. You say know, it. Give it away. Come on. <laughs> okay, so we're doing a, like a, Time travel space theme. Nice. So I got like a 3D printed vinyl that's going to go on the roof and it looks like it's like a hole blown through the roof and there's like an astronaut that's floating away and that's like, I think there's a earth in the background. Yeah, maybe like a moon or something. You know what? And then we have like a bunch of little uh, vinyls that are going to also go on the roof and it's like sun, all the the planets and we're just going to put those just throughout the roof on the ceiling. And uh, we got some... uh, LED lights that we're gonna put uh, like under something so that we could change the color for like whatever the theme is. If we do blue for space or if we do a jungle theme, we could go green. So where we got all that and I got this costume that, I, that I'm buying okay. oh no okay yes I'm this, so this, okay. I approved it so it's if fine. you've ever that seen his red white and blue onesie <laughs> so then the, the you would be scared too <laughs> this will be posted okay so it is a uh, oh, no. well one of the, I got two of them right coming yes. so the first one is an astronaut like kind of jumpsuit kind of thing oh. so so obviously you know I'm the I'm the driver of this route so I'll look like you know like hey jump aboard and uh, and then another one. This is actually the really funny one. It's an alien that's holding me, oh, and it cool. looks like I'm running away, but it's like one of those <laughs> that's up ones. So and awesome. also in the front of it, it's like this mini person it's holding, which is going to be even more hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. But. So then, as as I get on the bus, it looks like an alien's taking me away on a rocket ship. That's cool. So that that's what we're going to start. We're going to do a space theme. Oh, more stuff. And then Sister Kim bought. It was like. 20 of them for five bucks or something like that. I think it was like eight. So they're just like alien they're glasses. They're alien glasses. Like, like so sunglasses. the eyes look silly. To hand those out to the kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. While the workers will wear those. And then she got like a little antennas and, and stuff tennis, like that. It's yeah. just to get like. It's awesome. So, but it's time travel. So you could show up dressed up as a dinosaur. You could show up dressed up as a cowboy. That's cool. And you know, I, now I'm trying to figure out a way. I'm going to look into this still. But as the kids walk off, I want to do some type of like. <laughs> smoke machine mm. so that as you have smoke ro- rolling out they like walk out at the same time so it looks mm. like they kind of like just came back from That's space exciting. so but I was like what? and what I was telling Kim is like what I want is I want kids like if we go on outreach with the, with our bus we could have it all get up and I want kids to be like I want to come to Sunday school 
just to ride the bus. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? and, yep. I, and I want other kids from other routes to be like, I want my bus to look like that, which will encourage the workers. Yeah. You know, and I've been, we've hey, been. Bus Pride, bus pride is, a, is a really cool thing. We, we started a, a really an obnoxiously loud chant, which I'm sure you heard in <laughs> yes. your bus. Yes, I've yeah. heard it. Yes, <laughs> yes. they were yelling at us when we were at the stage. We stole light. it from Kingdom Kids, but it was it was awesome. So we're, we're the bus painted blue. And then they, you know, we are fighting for the truth. And uh, they got into it. I, I didn't know how into it they were. Until later, there was a, an older girl. She's probably 15, 16, the cool ones, right, that don't get involved yeah, in anything. Yeah, right? sit quietly on well, the bus. Well, apparently when I stopped, she's going, yeah, blue bus, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's wow. cool. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's so cool. We had on, on our red route when yeah, we were I doing it. Because they knew we were doing the Well, the b- before you do that, can I tell a quick story about the, the red bus pride? <laughs> okay, go ahead, yes. Okay, so the, they had pumped their red oh. bus up so much. Yes. And they were so excited after this contest. Well, I let me reiterate that I wasn't even on a bus at that point. I kind of <laughs> gave it to them and I wasn't right. I wasn't focusing on. Well, uh, an adult rider got off your bus, like, walked you... straight up to me and kind of like poked her finger in my chest is like, "How many were on your bus?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I didn't really I, I didn't even get my whole sentence out and she's like, "Try 24." <laughs> yeah. 24 with and the red. Is, yep. Beat that. This is one of our riders that we pick up in the morning. This is not a worker, but when we did the contest so, what was it, two years ago now? And we went up, and it was a night service. We went up and got, they did a small thing, and it was like a trophy. We had our riders with us that wanted to attend that night service, and they walked up there with us. And it was the coolest thing because they would go around saying, like, this is our bus. This yep. is our red bus. And just the competition, like, overflowed to even That's the awesome. riders. Like, yeah. we're all in this. Let's get our friends. We're all going to win. Yep. And it, it was so Which much Which is fun. the point of them yeah. wanting to get involved in the outreach and bringing their, their friends and stuff. Yeah. Yep. We're not doing this to pump up our reputations on our bus it's it's it the whole thing is to get more kids yeah it, it was so it much worked. fun and the riders were getting their neighbors and telling them like we have to go we need to do this yeah. and you'll love sunday school and it you know and it's funny so just to tie in with them like really those adults the kids they love that bus so much the red bus the original red bus before we <laughs> oh, lost yeah. it when we got in a different bus they were like this is not our bus. They're and like, I was like, I'm sorry. And, and, I, and I explained to them what happened with the DMV and everything. And they were like, we want our bus. And I'm like, I, I know, but unfortunately <laughs> we can't. And so and they would just see it parked in the corner because the DMV won't let us move it. And we're like, they were like, we want that bus. Anyway, they loved it. And it was just, you know, obviously yeah. making that connection and where they just stayed. So it was awesome. Absolutely. So we've talked about bus ministry for a while, which is great. That's why you guys are here is to talk about it. But I'd like to hit on a few other things. I want to talk about the Redlands Seminar real quick and then about our schedule last week for Sunday school. So uh, it's already 42 minutes in, but we got plenty of time. So we got about 18 minutes. to too much. No, no, no. (laughs) This this is the subject that I really wanted to hit. So this is perfect. Um, But the the Redlands Seminar, the SEC conference, we had uh, Brother Tyler Hodge, Brother James Wang were were the the, uh, ones that spoke the most. Uh, We had Brother Ray Munoz, uh, Brother Frank Cabrera. Um, but there were some some sessions that I I couldn't be in just because you have to choose between one session or the other. But the ones I did go to are they were they were unbelievable. Yeah. And the first one of the night or, or of the whole thing just kind of set the tone, which oh, was yeah. Brother James Wang talking yeah, about okay. unity between Sunday school, bus ministry, and all the other components that make up your particular uh, children's ministry. 
And it was just, it was so awesome about the progression of a child, basically discipleship, getting them through picking up until they were placing us. Yep. It was so good. And I've already posted that one on the website, apostolicsundayschool.com, pretty soon on SoCal Commission as well. Uh, but uh, I, I'm working on the rest, but I have those episodes. That one. Yeah. Uh, that one, like we said, is set the pace. Like, Brother Wayne, it was, I remember after he finished, I was like, this is why we all need to be here. Like, this is such, you know. He's not I, hyping I, that up. He was very, very much so touched by that. Yeah. yeah. So. And so, like, to see, you know, for Brother Wayne to set it, and then, you know, followed up by Brother Tyler, by Brother Cabrera, like, then back to Brother Tyler. Those, I mean, every single one. And then, like, Brother Cabrera from the pastor point of view, you yeah. know, of children's ministry. Because Brother Cabrera, yeah. huge children's minister, you know, and also a pastor. And he, you know, his, what he started talking about, you know, and the, his, with his story of, like, you know, because he literally just came a funeral, from a funeral to the conference, speaking of how... Uh, that it was one of his first writers he ever picked up, and you know, and she uh, or the, was she the grandma? The first, grandma. That she yeah. was the grandma of the first one. Well, like they just to know, like they knew, like you love us, like and we mm-hmm. to a point to where it's like, hey, can you speak at my grandma's funeral? Yeah. Like they, they that's what those these kids need to see. They need to know that yeah. we have love. And if I can just say, I know we're going to talk about highlights, but there's like the whole conference is amazing. It's it's hard to get a highlight. But there's something, there's one thing that stuck with me, and I hope it sticks with me forever, is the thing uh, Brother Wang said. This was um, like the ending yeah. remarks. And yeah. he is, sorry, I'm totally kidding yeah. about for that, but it was the same thing. And he's talking about power, and we sing a lot of songs about God's power. We need power. And he just, he tied it together so beautifully. And he said that there was kids that would ask him, like, why? Why do we sing about power? And he starts describing, like, power ultimately is love it's not you know what the world has as far as a title or a position somewhere but it's love like you have power when you have love you become you know influential in good ways for things of god when you have love like that is your power obviously the more power you have the closer you are to god actually that goes backwards the more closer you are to god the more power you have the more closer you are to God, you get more love. And if you can share your love, you have more power. And your kids, like, obviously, then it just connects. It connects with your workers. It connects with your Sunday school team. If you truly love each other, like, I, you know, I got to say, like, I love my Sunday school team. I love my bus workers, and I love my bus kids. And the more you have of that, the more power, essentially, you're going to have because you're drawing closer to God and all that. Yeah. So it was just, I was just one of those moments where you kind of just, like, a light bulb goes off. In your head, your jaw drops, and it's like, oh, duh. I was so blown away. You know, I even told uh, Jessica Way, which is Brother Wang's wife, I'm like, your husband just made that point and blew my mind. And it's not, it's not nothing we don't know already, but just how, just how he put it at the end yeah. and wrapped everything around love. One of the great uh, thoughts that came out of that that unity session was. He's talking about bus ministry and Sunday school, and, and many times it's easy to get frustrated at the other one. So if you're in bus, Sunday yeah. school's not doing enough. If Sunday school, bus just drops these kids off and expects us to do wonders with them. You know, uh, neither neither one are fair statements most of the time. Right. Right. Um, but he 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 said that he said the statement that was so good. He said you cannot control what everybody else does. Yep. But right. you can control certain things, and yep. until you take care of those items that you mm-hmm. can't control absolutely perfectly 
Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. if you're in bus ministry and you don't like the way their their class is being run, then you control the the, the pieces that you have touch exactly. touch with. Uh, you know, while they're on the bus, you can teach them a, a full blown Sunday school if yeah. you have to in yeah. that bus. Not that we have to. We do not have that 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 problem. Uh, but vice versa. Yeah. You know, if you're in Sunday school and you're complaining because the bus ministry isn't doing enough, well, you control the pieces that you do have control of, and it's amazing how far that's going to take you. And it, the illustration he used with the song. You know, where like it all pieced together, all the ministries, and it made one song, and then eventually. If you li- if you watch the video, listen to it. This will make a little more sense. Yes. What he's talking about. Um, I know it's we're almost not. I mean, there's so many things that we could talk about, but we talked about this song, and it's like as he went through the progression of the bus, the Sunday school, to kids church, to the store, to uh, what was the discipleship. other two? discipleship and salvation, or you know, it was all of that. And it made this one, it was like the pieces of the song, you know, it was like the the bass at first, and it was the bass and vocals, and all this, and eventually by the end, it was playing a full song, and then that kid is now going and inviting his friends, and, or the, they come around, and they become bus workers, you know, like, that. I, I obviously, you know, I, there was great. a kid I couldn't, I couldn't help but think of, it was Furman at the time, you know, like he's a, one of our first, well, no, that's not true, but he, he is one of our, one of our first kids to uh, make that full circle, you know. We obviously we have Noah Pratt who also did that too. But you know, it's just to see that. I mean, and and to hear the illustration, it was amazing. Yeah. So. so at the conference, we had a lot of outside visitors there. We had South Carolina, Florida, Michigan, Washington, Ensenada, Mexico. I don't if I'm leaving out anybody. Did we say Florida? Did you say Florida? That right now? I don't know if I did I or not. Know. Florida, uh, of course, California. A lot of different places represented because there is a lot of. Uh, people about to kick off their Sunday school ministries, or maybe they're just starting after COVID, and everybody's just needing ideas. Or just <laughs> so. even for us, just for mine was just growth. I mean, obviously, yep. you know, we, we we were already full swing, but for me personally, is to grow. You know, so it, if we had no teaching sessions and just everybody sit around and just, and just talk, talk, yeah, I oh, want to talk man. to that person from Washington, from South Carolina. I want to see what they're doing, and that alone. You can have a thousand great ideas oh, yeah. just out of a conference like that. That's but of course, we had more than that. But, yeah, uh, definitely. Every time, like, Brother Hodge or, you know, Brother Cabrera, like, went up to talk, and I'm like, I could just listen to your experiences alone and take something yeah. from that. Like, you never, especially, I mean, any ministry, obviously, but with children, like, you never hit a peak. Yeah. Like, they are no. going to go through something every single day that it doesn't ever... You, you can't be stagnant. The like, cool thing is, like, like Brother Wang is just like, he, he's incredible at children's yeah. ministry. But he's over there taking notes and yeah. he's talking. He's like, that's a great idea. I'm going to try that. <laughs> you, know, you don't know, you don't have all the answers. No, and your church is different than mine yeah. and your answers don't work for me necessarily. I'm going to have to tweak them and maybe my tweak will help you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a lot of, a lot of really, uh, Even the it's just like your neighborhoods are different. They Absolutely. function a little different. So yeah. you have to have a different approach this time. That's and good. And, yep. and, you know, the Bible says iron sharpeneth iron. So we're there, we're meeting like these cool people who just yep. rock in children's ministry. Like Eric Strickland from South Carolina. Shout out, Eric. Hey, he, he you know, Billy Two, Billy Two Bibles. You know, his, you know, his he started characters. just scrolling through and showing me all these things he does at his church. I'm like, I need to step up. <laughs> and all I, think, I was like, it is time to get the costume flowing, you know, so. Well, he. Uh, you have Daniel Parker from Florida, a thirteen-year-old yeah. bus captain oh, wow. who like I know. can shame who, most who adults. She, she is so awesome because you know, she. I think it was Brother Hodge who shot down during questions like, 
you can you can do bus ministry even if you're an introvert. And she spoke to our bus meeting yes. on Sunday after the seminar, and she was saying, you know, she's so nervous and she's so she's typically you know quiet, shy, and she's over here loving on these kids. Yeah. And you just you don't have an excuse like. They're so you're so needed whether you're an introvert whether you're loud and crazy whether you, all you want to do is just sit and have a conversation with the grandma you know like you are so needed that is the most important in having a successful best ministry is utilizing your team yeah <clears throat> we could go on every yeah. single session at, le- at length yeah um, one of the just tiny tidbits that came out that we are implementing like today because we have no time, is a Mother's Day idea that Brother Cabrera came up with, yep. which was brilliant. I mean, it's just like, why, why haven't we thought of this or someone said something before? But their idea is to tell your bus families that we are doing free family portraits for Mother's Day. Bring your mom, bring your dad, bring grandma, anybody. And we're going to do a family portrait that is your mom's gift for Mother's Day. Now, we don't actually develop it and give it to them immediately. So they come, take the picture, stay for Sunday school, of course, stay for church, and then we'll drop it off to them later. Uh what a great idea. Yeah. And so we're implementing it because Mother's Day is this week. And so we're doing it now. That's like, cool. We don't have time to mess around. Yeah. It's, that's a, it's a combination of outreach, <clears throat> yep. making a connection, mm. and also doing a follow-up all in one event. You know? And I'm like, that is so cool. That's, a, that's great. And uh, highlighting yeah. the moms. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, Brother Hodge's discipleship class, he talked about discipleship and this this was such a simple but wonderful statement is not a destination there's not a place called discipleship if i can get them here Mm -hmm. then i've accomplished it it's a direction we're just leading them and that that honestly takes a lot of weight off of us like okay okay i I, you know i feel like if if they're not speaking in tongues and and been baptized and and giving bible studies themselves in six months i'm a failure well, right. it, we're just trying. Everybody moves at their own pace, but yep. if we can keep them moving in the right direction, and discipleship is a lifetime, lifelong thing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that really helped me. It really did. I was like, okay, okay, uh, I can, I can, I can, I, I can handle this better. I yeah. think that's so awesome. I know one thing. Like my husband Julian, for instance, he does a lot of Bible studies, and I remember he would think like, you have a Bible study, they get it. They get the Holy Ghost, they get baptized, but that's not necessarily it because your yep. Bible studies are discipleship. You're teaching them, and it's a continuous thing. Maybe, yeah. um, I think it was Ari Prado we listened to, and he's talking about how, like, what if it goes for a year? Like, wouldn't that be the best alternative that you have someone in a Bible study for a year? Yeah, yeah. That they're getting grounded. Everyone, like Brother Philip just said, like, everyone gets grounded at their own pace, but, like, yeah. That consistency, that direction that you keep them going in. My, my brother, our pastor, had a Bible study that was as hit and miss as it can get. This is like three years ago, two or three years ago, and he's taught like two or three of them to this family in two or three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like these people, he could not pin them down. And every time he had one scheduled, they'd cancel, and then they'd mm-hmm. finally do one and get some traction, and then they'd cancel for six months. It was just yeah. like, this is ridiculous. Right. Am I making any progress? Right. Well, that family, the entire family, but one, I believe, has got the Holy Ghost. Yep. They just it just clicked in <laughs> yeah. one service. Now they're all coming every single Sunday. Yeah. There's uh, like uh, how many daughters? Five six. or six, six, six daughters. Yeah. There's a mess of them. Six, yeah. All but 
two, I think, have got the Holy Ghost. The mom and dad have got the Holy Ghost. And now they're faithful saints because he didn't give up on them. Yeah. And they again, they all happen at their own pace. Yeah. And at their own pace. Yeah, crazy. exactly. Since we mentioned him earlier, you know, Ruben, one of the guys we pick up on our bus, I've been giving a Bible study over a year now. Like, you know, That's again, awesome. and I know it's been hit and miss, you know, because COVID and everything kind of played a little bit. But we've been just going through it. And then like, the other day we talked and I was like, Ruben, can you believe we've been doing this over a year? He's just like, oh, but he's super excited and he loves awesome. it. So. And that that's almost grounding them in itself. Is just yeah. they get well. They're faithful to church too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody has has a ways to go, but the, they're doing awesome. But that accomplishment doing awesome. of that amount of time that he did about said like he was very proud of that. Yeah, that's great. Um, we had a children's service Friday night at the. Uh, at the conference and it was one of those unique things where we tried to get everybody that attended the conference that wanted to be uh, as part of the service and anytime you're doing anything last minute and it was just there was no other way to do it you had to do it last minute we had the rough outline prepared but then you had to get everybody practice and you only had a few minutes to practice and it all somehow worked and we had a really good children's service the altar call was just rocking it was we had so a boy cool. in our church yep. get the holy ghost oh, which is so cool seeking the holy ghost and this is totally just me like proud proud wife over here but i remember my husband julian saying like he's gonna get the holy ghost in a children's service just the way he's seeking and there's such power in a children's service where it's, it's awesome. directed at them you know the parents aren't the focus or pushing and he just did it. And it That's it when was, junior camp so cool. is, is yes. that type of setting. They just get taken out of that. But what's mm-hmm. funny is at that same service, we had, how old, how old was he? Uh, I think six, eight, seven, eight. eight. Okay, he's young. Yeah. Uh, and then an older lady, it, it, this, this is, it happens almost every kid's service that we do. <laughs> you have the parents that bring the kids and they're there for a cute little kid's yeah. service. And God somehow hammers <laughs> and, and they're just taken unaware they're like blindsided this is not for me it, it is and, and, and god just smashes them anyway yeah. this lady was there and she came down to the front and she got the whole yeah. and she's in her 20s this I is remember. a kid's service but it oh, happens yeah. that's yeah. it just it's awesome yeah. it's the way it way it way it works sometimes <clears throat> um so all those sessions are going to be uh, finalized and posted on the website. And if there's any gaps in some of them, we're running three sessions with three cameras with 15 batteries. So if there's anything missing, it, it is it, you. You record it next time. It's just <laughs> but Kim uh, stepped up and helped us record in all those sessions. Uh, better you than me because I didn't want to do it. Uh, but we got it all, and we're editing them. Um, the audio is a little rough in some of them, not because of the. The, it was just the rooms weren't set up for it. We had no direct input. We'll figure it out next year. <laughs> anyway, long story short, we got them recorded. They'll be up soon. Okay, so it is almost time to be done, <laughs> but we have to do a quick recap of last week. Yes, yes. We, we got to okay, be consistent on this. Go. <laughs> yeah. So our Sunday school this Sunday was following up on the heels of this this seminar, mm-hmm. which is both good and bad. So it's good because you're inspired. It's bad because you've been in a seminar a week, yeah, right. <laughs> and you have no prep time unless you did it before the seminar, which I hope we did. Right. Uh, but for those that didn't, you know, it's, it's a little stressful, and so you want to put your best foot forward, especially because you're inspired and you don't want to go home feeling like a failure. 
Uh, and then, of course, having Eric or other people there, you're just like, oh, man, are we going to look like a bunch of bozos <laughs> bumping into each other? Right. Um, but we talked about the story of the 12 spies going from the land of Israel into Canaan to give the report on the land that God had promised them and lessons that we learned from it. Yes. So the first thing we had was a creative intro to the class, and Bob Lee did this, and he actually did something pretty interesting. He actually planted kids ahead of time in the audience, and he asked them if they were excited for Sunday school or not. Well, he had 10 of them say no, and two say yes. (laughs) Of course, replicating the story of the spies uh, going into the land that 10 brought back a bad report and two brought back a good report. And so that was the, how he kicked it off. And 10 of them were all negative and two of them were positive. And, of course, he killed the bad. No, I didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't right. but, uh, he rewarded he the ones <laughs> as he shot them out of a cannon. Uh, but So that was their intro to the class. Then we had rules and birthdays. Brother Marcos did that. Do you remember what Brother Marcos did? He did. Uh, uh, of course, rules. And we always give silly, very silly rules initially that the kids correct. Yeah. Um, I think he just asked the kids, right? Kind of just quizzed them a little bit, and then on the birthdays, we just did a, you know, a real quick birthday song. Which brings me to something that that you mentioned at the at the seminar because we our church did a ILC superclass session, and you mentioned that we have a lot of rules, and we I do. Said as a joke. No, no, no. I, I know we <laughs> yes. do, but I've I've had and and we buck the trend for sure on that because a lot of churches are like you have to keep it simple, one rule, you know, right. two rules, maybe three on the outside. Well, we do it because it's fun. The yeah. kids dig it. They do. And they memorize them because we make it fun. And yeah. so we'll say, what is rule number six for a dollar? And, yeah. and they're, they're trying to pull it out. And we make a game out of it. And so for us, more rules is not a negative. Right, right. Because we call it ways to have fun and, and super if they don't summer. remember, we just ask Gracie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who knows all the rules? We, we have Judge Gracie, yeah. who is a lawyer in her own right, apparently. She knows <laughs> all the laws. Um, and then, of course, he did the birthdays, visitor Bibles. And then we uh, did an action song. Sister Sarah did this one. I'm all in. I'm all in. That's if right. you guys haven't ever heard group music, uh, well, first of all, go to the conference video from Brother Tyler Hodge. Best, I can't say it's the best session, but in its own way, definitely most lively session. Uh, but group music is just, they always consistently put out great music. And this one is I'm all in. Um then we went into the story of the spies, and I got to tell a funny story myself. So, I, we're, we're <laughs> yeah, telling. Please, please tell this story. <laughs> we're we're telling the story of the spies, and I I genuinely feel like I'm giving it everything I got. <laughs> He's I'm dressed, dressed up. up. I got I got my robe on. <laughs> I got my headdress on. I even have a belt that's a snake, and yep. I tie it. Tie it with a snake. So he's he's decked out like he. I'm decked out, and and I don't just want to tell the story of the twelve spies. I want to tell it from a unique perspective. You know, like Brother Hodge would recommend writing a storytelling, even though I didn't go there. I'm sure he said something (laughs) about that. So I wasn't going to tell it from a narrator's point of view. I wanted to tell it from a person living in the land of Canaan. So I was a kid in Canaan, and I'm watching the Israelites, and they're coming over, and I'm listening to what they're saying, and I'm hearing all this stuff. Well, I'm trying to be dramatic. I'm sweating. I'm like (laughs) just giving it everything I got. Well, we had just had this seminar, Uh and one of our sessions we taught was on the worst word in Sunday school. Remember what that was? Boring. 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 Boring, The worst word in Sunday school. And I had just waxed the elephant about how you can never be boring. There's another story there. (laughs) But about you can never be boring. And so I'm up there just giving it everything I got. And a girl in the back, she taps Sister Sarah and says, what's he doing? (laughs) 
And she's like, well, he's telling a story. She's like, oh, deep sigh. And then she goes loud, boring. <laughs> like, and a few times. And she like, said it about oh. five times, I guess. Like, where's his puppet? Like, he needs help. Someone, and I'm just she's thinking, like, that is so funny. We just gave a session, the worst word in Sunday school. And the first thing I did after that, the kids... <laughs> Or at least she said it was boring. That's actually really funny. She's, she's I'm just like, keeping Ben Philip humble. Oh, <laughs> so it, it worked. So, all right, next time I'll have a strobe light or something. That's right. Oh, that was the best. Yeah, so we told the story of the 12 spries very creatively, which which set the baseline for the rest of the day. Now you can do your lessons based on the story that we just did. Was what was really the name cool. of your character again? Was it Bin Jazzy or Bin something? Jazzy. Bin Jazzy. Because I ain't Jazzy anymore because I'm old. <laughs> at the seminar. Or no, no, no. It might have been just after we were just talking. And he mentioned telling the stories from a different point of view. For me personally, I hadn't really thought too much on that. But like Jonah and the whale, he's like, give it from the whale's point of view. Yeah. Like this really big fish. And I remember was, being the biggest fish in the sea. People will make fun of me. And it was the biggest so fish. cool. Like shout out but to Brother God Cabrera. Used me for my size. Like he doesn't even know how cool. much that struck me. Like that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Or being or the the also like. The, the, from rock. the side of the rock for David and Goliath. Like, yeah, hey, like, my name's Rock, and I'm a, you know. Or, and he went and saved the day. A, and my name is Al Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. So. All right, uh, so we told the story, and then we did a mini object lesson. Brother Danny did the uh, object lesson about believing God. Um, and he promises you something. So he, he went around, he actually picked who we talked about earlier. His name is Furman. He had him come up. Oh, that's he was right. Telling that's the right. story of like you know when you you just you make it to one point and then you're kind of discouraged and then God gives you a reminder. So he had teachers set up around the room that's and hilarious. as he's telling, I forgot he about would that. Get that was to really the cool. First person who would open the reminder letter and it would be some kind of encouragement and then he moved down the line and get a second encouragement and then by the time he gets back, the last letter. Uh, he gets the Holy Ghost. Yeah, so and so Furman, for those of you who don't know, is a, a, a boy that came on our bus routes, and he really wanted the Holy Ghost. And many times he'd get close, like yeah. sometimes so close that <sighs> he would think he might maybe have got it, but he's not totally convinced yet, and yeah. it just really was killing him. Yep. And so that's what Brother Danny was talking about. These letters are, this promise is for you, and these these uh, different yeah, letters that he had. Yeah. We're saying stuff like, Furman, don't stop. Don't stop praying. You're going to get it. And then he'd read another letter, and it would be another promise. Yeah. I, I, and, and then he finally opened it. I got the Holy Ghost. And his genuine smile. Uh, I got the Holy like, Ghost. I wish we could show you guys uh, like yeah. how happy he was. Like, this was my story, and mm. God gave that to me. Yep. And it was just he was just helping out in Sunday school, and he yep. was so genuinely happy that that was his story. Yep. And, and the story is about when God makes, uh, or sorry, the story of the 12 spies is talking about how Joshua and Caleb bring back the good report because they believe God's promise that 10 spies didn't. And his, his object lesson obviously piggybacked on that, that when God makes something, makes a promise to you, he will never let you down. Yep. No matter how many people say otherwise. The promise land. It was a promise. Mm. <laughs> so, all right. Another song? And, yep. Tis so sweet. And to this trust one was a little Jesus. bit um, slower, but it was really simple and the actions were very, very easy to follow for the kids. I think Sister Sarah mm -hmm. did really good yeah. on doing that one. Our they second song a lot of times crazy. is more worship. It's, it doesn't Except always have Delaney. to. <laughs> she does whatever. But it's, Delaney's amazing. She still kills it. <laughs> yeah. So this, she did it slower about trusting in God. Uh, again, I think it's another group music song. Surprise. They do a lot of great songs. 
Um, and then Delaney did giveaways. Yep. Um, we did we did counted rows, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. We just uh, we counted, she had a so generator, like a number generator on her phone. Row just, five, person number seven, yep. and we did that a few times. Yep. And then final lesson, man. Do you guys remember who did that? It wasn't very <laughs> memorable. No, I'm kidding. Okay. That was, was Julian and Kim. No, we <laughs> we weren't the boring ones. I'm, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, that's already been taken. All right. So uh, final lesson. Was, what'd you guys do? So it was me and Kim and, uh, you know, so obviously we get our schedule as we usually get it Monday or Tuesday. You know, we know now, 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 now for a couple of months, I know, but, but this week in particular, we knew by Monday or Tuesday. So we were, but we were, I already knew I was going to teach the final lesson. So my point is saying is that on my mind, it was already gone. So I, you know, I was thinking about it. And I remember last podcast I was listening to you guys. are like, when do you get your inspiration? Sometimes it's when you're doing nothing. You know, you're just sitting there. <laughs> a lot of time. You know, obviously we've already prayed about it. We're thinking about it, and then it kind of just hits you when you least expect it. You know, like you're doing the most absent-minded thing. Well, that's what happened with this one. Was I? I thought of the idea of doing the trust fall skit. Which we uh, have done before. I believe yeah. the first time me and Julian had it's, done that skit, we did it during uh, it was, one of our COVID It was recordings. actually the first COVID Oh, the first one, yeah. yeah. Well, we actually did it in Baton Rouge first. Yep, well, yeah, and then we did it in Baton Rouge oh, before yeah, that. Yeah. Me, me and Jennifer had done it years ago, but it had been so long. Yeah. And the then in Baton Rouge, you guys did it again. Yeah, in Baton Rouge, it was me and Greg who did it together. Yes. Though. Yes. And yeah, and I think just me and Julian together though again. So it is a COVID. So the trust fall skit, it's uh, it's by One True Blind. Uh, they they do it on like a YouTube video. You can watch it, and they uh, they, they they do it really they do it really cool. And then we do just a little spin on it, or, or we kind of just keep it basically the same. So, so that that group is One True Blind, which one. is a really weird name, but they got some really good yeah. skits. Yeah. yeah. And you can always tweak these. You can make yeah. them yeah, a little more fitting good. to you, change some lines, whatever helps you be more natural in the yep. skit. Yeah. I think they're not apostolic, but man, yeah. they're they're yeah. really solid. <laughs> yeah. There's one on a red balloon yeah, that we did. Uh-huh. No, that I'm, is so simple, <laughs> but awesome. Yeah. You just have to. Yeah, I'm not even gonna ruin it. Go just listen. <laughs> yeah, just watch them. Yeah, and so they're really cool. And then, uh, so we did that skit as when we first started the lesson. So we came in. Can you can skit. you briefly describe the skit? So the, the skit's basically is it's a, a the Kim was herself and I played Jesus and she came up to me and goes Jesus, um, so I'm having a problem trusting you. And they're like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't trust me? Well, let's do this exercise. Well, then the exercise is the trust fall. So at first she's very hesitant. She like kind of walks back. She or, like fakes it at Yeah, first. fakes, falls, you know, talks about how she just, and then eventually she gives in and falls. And, and I, she's so it, excited, like, oh, yeah. I can do this. This is amazing. And then Jesus is like, okay, let's make it more difficult. Uh, yeah, you're ready for level two. And she's like, all right, cool, let's do it again. Like step back. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, and it's like, turn around. I like, okay, forward fall. Yay, no, 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 stop. This time you're gonna face me and fall backwards. Now there's no one standing behind her. Now what's crazy is we have we've only done that skit one other time. Well, it's been such a long time, should I say, that when I was like, okay, now fall back. I saw some of the kids face. They were like, <gasps> you know, like how how is he gonna catch her? Like she, he's facing me and she's gonna fall back. And uh, the the kids were so surprised. And then well, Ken eventually i'm trying to convince her she was super excited that eventually she's like discouraged again and was like and no basically like, I it won't. comes down to that she won't trust mm. you yeah like i won't trust you it's not a can't it's an i won't yeah it's- and then she just walks off and then then i kept teaching at that point about trusting god and mm. and how like you could god you know we could lean on 
and then I tied in, you know, we could lean on his word, you know, the, all the things that have been promised us, such as healings, uh, the Holy Ghost, the comfort, love, joy, you know, that's all in the Bible. If you need it, it's here. And that's when I did a, uh, like a, I had someone come up and we gave them a box of Legos. And I said, hey, here's a piece, a puzzle piece for you, basically. You know, they didn't know. They were all excited to get the Legos. But I explained, I took out the instructions out of the Lego box. Now try to build that. It's like, well, they need the book. It's the same thing, like, when we come in problems with our life, we need the book, you know, and that and that's what. And that was one of those things. Like, all this kind of hit me. And I, I've learned, the moment you start getting inspired, write it down. Yeah. Because if you... Be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Tomorrow you're gonna try to write that down and be like, you're like what? trapping that inspiration. Like, what was <laughs> it, it, again? it can be in the dead center of service while pastors talking, and I'm telling you, Sentinel Strike, I'm gonna use that in Sunday school, and there's no way I'll ever forget it because it's so <laughs> yeah. clear in my head right now. There's no way, even me with my short-term memory, I no way I could forget that. Yeah. Sister Sarah by just the, said she'll wake up sometimes yep. in the middle of the night and just by be altar like, call, <gasps> it's gone i'm telling you it's unbelievable i don't care how brilliant the idea you felt was you will forget it it's it's uncanny we are so especially as adults moms with a bunch of kids write it down yeah (laughs) write it down you will forget by lunchtime i I have a a uh, google doc and i i refer to it constantly or add to it constantly anytime i have an idea for sunday school i write it in there useful or not for that sunday but I, I probably have Save it. hundreds now yeah. Of, yeah. of little ideas. Yeah, I got, I, I have, I do use Samsung Notes just because it's in my phone. And I'll just, yep. I'll do it real quick. And I'll write down a lot of things I haven't used yet. And then, or even when I'm needing inspiration, I'll kind of start scrolling through it. Like, oh, oh yeah, here. Absolutely. Do that. Something uh, I back, of, back to that skit that you guys just did, talking about the, the falling skit. It's so powerful because it's so easy to trust God when you can see him, yep. when you can see what he's going to catch you with, when uh-huh. you see the, the good job that, that he's provided. But when you turn around and now you're having to fall away from him and you know nobody's back there, uh-huh. that's when our trust in him just completely can vanish unless we're grounded. Yeah. Uh, so which is the point of your lesson is can we trust him when we don't have a job? <laughs> can we trust him when everything's when going wrong? Can we like, trust him? And sometimes it's easy to be like, hey, you could trust God because I know you're going through a hard time, but you need to learn to trust him. Then when it's your turn, it's like, I oh, forgot everything wait, I said. Like, this is actually really, you know, yeah. that's another yeah. thing I'm trying to push. Yeah, when your daughter's in the hospital, all of a sudden you're just like, I have to put into practice all those things I told the kids exactly. for years. And now I either believe it or I don't. Yep. You know, and then, <clears> so, so and, uh, and then obviously we finished it with an altar call. You yep. know, we had like a good time and uh, we came up and one of our bus kids came up and was just praying mm. and crying. I mean, this is probably her third time being here, second time being here. She was just praying. She was crying and God was really moving on her. And it's just so cool because, you know, just to see a bus kid crying like that. And obviously there was a lot of kids up there praying, but that, that one really stuck to me because she's obviously someone we invited. So Absolutely. to see her up there praying, it was awesome. So that was the end of our Sunday. Um, of course, when the kids got out, we had the jumpers for them to plan for a bit. They have a basketball area, a Sunday school store to spend their money in, uh, the, the, the Sunday school money. Um, and then, of course, the ride home. We tried to make that as fun as we could. Yep. But that was our Sunday. We've covered a lot of ground. It's a minute 15 or an hour 15 oh in. So we have covered a lot of ground. Yeah. We uh, talk a lot. We're, we're Sunday school teachers. Fear Sorry, guys. Meetings. So just put us on two times speed and 
get through it. Yeah. Uh, but no, thank you guys for being here, Kim and Julian. It's been fun. Uh, we, we will catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another podcast. We'll see you later. Bye, oh, everybody. watch those videos. Watch, they're 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 going to be awesome. Yeah. The conference. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.